When I was a couple weeks short of my 70th birthday, I started thinking about my mother's mother, who lived to be 100, and her mother, who lived to be 102, and my father, who lived to be 90, longer than anyone we had ever heard of in his family. I began to think that maybe our generation could be the first to routinely live to be 100. When I talked about this at family dinner one night, my granddaughter, who was five, said, What are you going to do for the next 30 years, Grandpa? Hello, I'm Dr. Janet Price. And I'm Greg Kaloost. And we are Oldish. And this is our podcast, Oldish. If you're Oldish or know someone who is, please join us every week for conversations amongst ourselves and our special guests about what it means to be Oldish in the 21st century. If you ever wonder whether you're getting old, you're Oldish. Hi, I'm Janet, and I'm Oldish. Hi, I'm Greg, and I'm Oldish, and this is our podcast, Oldish, Conversations on Aging in the 21st Century. Today's episode is one in an ongoing series of episodes that we're referring to as shortish because they are relatively brief conversations between the two of us. It's conceivable that someday we'll have a guest, but for the time being, it's the conversations between the two of us that are shortish, not the usual 30 to 50 minutes that we've been carrying on with, but they're shortish. So today we want to talk about something that we call the dinking game. And the dinking game is a reference to pickleball. And in pickleball, there is a net in the middle of the court, and there is an area on either side of the net that's called the non-volley zone or colloquially the kitchen, the point of the kitchen is that you can't stand in there and hit the ball out of the air, that you have to let the ball bounce before you can step in there to hit it. You can stand outside the line and reach into it to hit a ball out of the air, but you can't touch down in the kitchen area. And so the digging game is a part of the game of pickleball that has become hugely important in the strategy of playing pickleball. There's a style of play that's often referred to as banging that is frequently perpetrated by people who come from a tennis background in which the players stand back from the kitchen line and hit the ball as hard as they can toward the other side of the net. And that's referred to as banging. And it's a difficult game for oldish people to play because of slower reflexes, and some nervousness. The pickleball is essentially a plastic thing like a wiffle ball, and it doesn't really hurt that much when it hits you unless it hits you in the face. But a lot of people who are oldish don't enjoy being on the receiving end of the banging game. The dinking game takes place up close to the net, just outside the kitchen zone. Both teams do their best to stay close to the net, just outside the kitchen. The ball frequently is hit just over the net and bounces once. And the way that it plays out is that it requires softness. It requires finesse. And it requires patience. The ball goes back and forth just over the net. And it's not hit hard, so it's not hard to catch up to it and hit it back again. And the ball goes back and forth softly over the net, relatively softly over the net. Very frequently, who wins the dinking game 
is the player with the most patience. If you try to hit the ball to win before it's the right ball to hit to win, you're going to hit the ball into the net or you're going to pop it up and the player on the other side is going to have an easy shot to bring it back to you. So it requires a lot of patience. It requires a lot more skill than the banging game does. Banging requires more reflexes and some strength than than the dinking game does. So the dinking game kind of gave rise to our idea of having some shortish episodes here because the dinking game is relatively short. A whole pickleball game takes probably 12 to 15 minutes. And so the, the dinking portion of that in any given instance takes a minute or two. So they're relatively short. They do require some finesse. There's strategy involved in it. Frequently will play the ball just out of reach, or you hope that it's just out of reach. It includes changes of directions fairly often. So that's kind of the dinking game. So we want to talk a little bit today about how the dinking game relates to oldishness. I find that all so fascinating because it feels like such a perfect match about how to think about being in a relationship, being in a connection with others, especially what you're saying about being oldish. I think part of being oldish in community, the goal for many is to do that with finesse, to have patience, to be gentle with each other, to have a softness. And we can be, and maybe many people up before becoming oldish go through life kind of banging, you know, just get out of the way. I've got a goal. It's a professional goal or a personal goal. I'm going to get there no matter what. And maybe that works for people when they're younger. But I would say that hopefully people are moving, human beings are moving towards, and maybe by the time we're oldish, moving to a place that first of all, we don't have that maybe, that intensity of um needing to get to a specific goal, but we still have the desire, as we've talked about in previous episodes, to continue to follow our goals and our bucket lists and what do we want to do in this part of our life. And as we think of those things as the best way to get there, banging, pushing our way through to our desired goal, and what does that mean for relationships, which become I would say are always important, but become more and more important as we're aging, um, as we're oldish. So it's kind of a really fun symbol and comparison of the dinking game and being oldish. All the things you said about making it through life now that we're oldish, I think apply. You also made me think of something when you're talking about relationships in relation to the dinking game is that the dinking game is way more intimate. When you're playing the dinking game, you're within a few feet of the people that you're playing against. And because the game is slowed down a little bit, you're actually in physical communication with the people that you're playing with your partner as well as the people on the other side of the net but you can see them closely and you're engaged in the same activity i think it's more intimate 
than the banging game. I don't mean to disparage part of the part of the game of pickleball is not the dinking game, whether you're banging it or you're just hitting the ball back and forth. But the dinking game is where professional tournaments are won. It's not just old people want to want to dink the ball back and forth. If you watch the top players play and ask them about it, you realize that the game is won at the net. It is the dinking game that wins most matches. There's a lot more strategy in, involved in it and so on. One of the things that I had been thinking about pickleball in general, but the dinking game more specifically, is pickleball is a very good example in my mind of the impermanence of life and of the universe where things come and go and pickleball is all about come and go really the, the game takes something like 12 to 15 minutes it's changing constantly it's a very small space that you're playing inside of so the game is changing constantly in often unpredictable ways even the best players miss hit a shot and sometimes they miss hit it completely into the net or out of bounds. But fairly often they'll miss hit a shot and it will end up going to the opposite player who then has a chance to, to hit it back again. And sometimes you'll see that somebody hits a really great shot and somebody actually hits a great return of that shot. So it's not predictable in any great kind of a way. Even if you think you can know where the game is going, there's a lot of misdirection for one thing. Fairly often, you might think that I'm going to hit the ball into the middle, but I know that you're going to go to the middle, so I'll hit it behind you. So there's a lot of change. The game changes constantly. The score changes constantly. Almost all of the pickleball that I play is outdoors, so the weather comes into play, in particular the wind. But this time of year, also the sun. So if somebody hits a lob, there's a good chance that you can't see that ball until it's too late to hit it. On a windy day, if you hit a lob, there's a pretty good chance that it ain't going to end up where you was hoping it was going to end up. So there's a constant change, which is a pretty good metaphor for how life really is. I'm pretty sure that when I was a kid, I was given the impression, or maybe I just made it up, that Things in life are somehow fixed and solid and that the mom and dad would always be there and the house would always be there and the school would always be there and your friends would always be your friends. And what seemed like it was, it was fixed in some ways. But now that I'm oldish, I know that life is not fixed in any way that we can think up and that right now things are in motion that will change everything. And we have no idea what those things are. Being aware of that, I think, is part of being oldish. Young people are too busy keeping their eye on the ball to realize that there's more going on there than just the ball. When you and I talk about pickleball in these ways, I get so excited because I feel like we are delving into what makes pickleball so special. So as it's being declared that pickleball is the fastest growing sport in our country um i don't think many players stop to think about why is that or might think yeah it's it's just a lot of fun which is true and i think there's all these things going on you know about community about just joining together to play a game 
and it's all these other things, you know. So the dinking game, as you were talking, I was thinking about there's something for me about I like thinking about negotiation skills in the sense of how do you work together to hear each other, to see each other, to come to decisions collaboratively. I'm not exactly sure how it relates because we're on different teams and we're each trying to win. Uh, Makes me think about playing doubles. So when you're playing doubles, there's two of you on the same side. You're working together to win the game, get the point. So there has to be some often unspoken, but sometimes spoken communication between the two of you. But I also think there's some of that across the net, which is, again, I think there's a lot underneath the game of pickleball that is essential to humanity, uh, our best selves, has the potential for our best selves, whatever age we are. But I think we're especially thinking about that, This a lot of these things when we're oldish, the impermanence of life. And I also made me think about one of the important lessons of life is what do we have control over and what do we need to let go of? So as you were talking about the weather, we don't have control over that. So we might think that we're really good at lobbying, but if it's windy or if the sun's in our eyes or all the things that can happen, then we have to let go of what that's actually going to look like. I get very excited about thinking about what all of this, how all of this connects with us on a very basic level as human beings and what the opportunities are for connection, for recognition for appreciation for celebration of each other together so who knew that pickleball would be so rich you know a lot of people think it's just a game you know and a lot of people think it's a silly game but it really is rich Mm -hmm. yeah there's a lot going on but that may be an oldish attitude i don't know I don't know, but we see that it's becoming more and more and more popular. So I know many sports are popular, but there's something about pickleball that I do think is unique. And I think that in our conversations with each other and with others that have come on our show, and I'm sure will come on our podcast to talk about pickleball, we're discovering more and more about these pieces of pickleball that do draw us together. One of the reasons that pickleball is growing as fast as it is, is that it's practically the only sport that you can take up when you're oldish. Yeah. I see a lot of people that never played sports before who are playing pickleball mm-hmm. in their oldish years. And there are different levels. You know, I can't play against a 40 year old. Well, I can, but not for long. But oldish people can play against oldish people for sure. It's a great way to have something to do athletically, which is not the case with a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Athletically and socially and, um, yeah, I think it was great to talk to you in this shortish episode. There's always more to talk about when the subject is pickleball. I'm sure we will. Yes, we will. This is, this is not the last of the shortish episodes and certainly not a le- the last of the dinking game episodes. So. We'll talk again soon. Good. Thanks, Jen. And anyone listening who has thoughts or comments, please send them to us through our website, 
either written or recorded messages. We'd love to hear from any of you. Yes. And the website is www.oldish.me. Bye all. Bye, Janet. Bye, Greg. Bye, everyone. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. We enjoyed our visit and hope you did too. Our next episode will be another in our new series, Shortish. We'll be talking about Father's Day, our own fathers, and what Father's Day means to us. We'll publish it on Father's Day. You can leave comments or requests for topics or guests on this or other episodes at www.oldish.me. There's a link there, too, if you've wondered how you can help support our podcast. If you like what you heard today, please tell a friend and rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. 